he said, when I send out a bid, I put this awesome picture of the partners on the bottom and say, you know, we would love to earn your business. And he said he's gotten so much feedback from that. Today's show is sponsored by winthehourwintheday.com, where we help entrepreneurs stop working so hard. Check us out, winthehourwintheday.com. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey friends, how would you like to get 25 hours back a week? Yes, you can. That's what everyone tells me. They say all the time, oh my heavens, Chris, I got like 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with you. And now we are launching the winner's circle. So we are here to support more of you. Check out the winner's circle in the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ward, and today we have Tanya Goodall-Smith in the house. And Tanya is going to talk to us under the umbrella of branding, but we're going to dive into, I guess, I don't want to say photography, Tanya. Um, we're talking about using your picture and your branding photography. Is that is that yes. what you call it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like photography is a huge asset to your brand that people aren't using effectively or, you know, wisely. And, uh, I'd love to help people change that. So, well, here's the thing, just so we get it up front. I am what I would call myself an extremely flawed human being. So I have like, there's some things I have no understanding or patience for. So we, I'm going to tell you all my secrets. I'm going to tell you guys everything. Here's the deal. When people, I want to highlight people who have been on my show as much as humanly possible in every way I can. So we used to have it that the cover would be a picture of me and them. And I'm telling you, Tanya, we had to stop that because high end, what I would seem to be successful people, professionals that have been in business a while, they would send me these crazy low digitized pictures of them in their backyard. And like with the cell phone, you can do a full on photo shoot with a professional or yourself with a phone. Like it's not a matter of, Oh, I don't have a camera or anything anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And we just had to stop doing it. Cause we, the, cause the, I, I can't think of a better word. I'm just going to say it. the crap they sent us was unbelievable and just became an obstacle. So now there's just me on the cover. So I am shocked that we need to have this conversation, but uh, you know, and I, and I said that to you in the beginning, we were talking like, all right, we can have this conversation, but do we, we need to tell people that, but apparently we do, because I experience it firsthand all the time to this point that we had to change. And I was really sad about changing because I really wanted people to be, I know I like being on the cover of somebody else's podcast. Right. Like it really adds validity there. So, you know, you're a better person than me. Start with me. Like, what are people thinking? How is this still happening? Yeah, it's a huge problem. I mean, I started as a graphic designer and same thing. People are like, we're doing this billboard. It's costing thousands of dollars. Here's our crappy picture <laughs> we took in our a lobby, you know, with horrible lighting. And I'm like, 
you're spending all this money on this ad and this photo is not doing you any favors. So apparently it is something people still don't get. <laughs> so, and I, I've through the years seen the obstacles and a lot of them are people are afraid to get their picture taken or, um, you know, which is ironic because <laughs> they're like, I don't like the way I look in photos, but I'm going to send you this terrible photo. Like if you come to a professional, they're going to help you look your absolute best that you can, right? With good lighting and posing and, you know, the higher resolution. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And lighting is your friend. The whole world can change by lighting. And the other thing I would say to you as well is, um, to me, that's a bad excuse because it's almost like, what if I said to you, Tanya, listen, I got this, I got this potential client for you and they are really up your alley. I think this would be really good contact for you. I've actually set up a meeting for you Friday at 10 AM. You wouldn't say, I don't like how I look. So I'm not going to go. I know it's so silly. It's like this irrational fear, I guess. Uh, but then I think another one is they just don't see the importance or the value. You know, if someone yeah. comes to me with, and they have a marketing firm or a marketing department, they understand it. You know, they're like, we need yeah. better photos. And oftentimes the owner will be like, oh, that's too expensive. We're not going to spend our marketing money on photos, which is so yeah. backwards, right? Like all yeah. 90% of your ads or whatever is the photo. So that should be the highest priority. And you can use them in a million different ways. In fact, yeah, and, I created a sorry. download for everybody from this call with a hundred ways you can use photos to build your oh. business. Um, okay. So, I'm pretty creative, but I'd like to see a hundred. Like I, yeah, I, I use them everywhere, but if you made a download I with came 100, up with 100. <laughs> okay, then yeah. sign me up buttercup because I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I could give you a good 25, but I don't, I think I'd be pushing it at a hundred. And, and the thing is, I listen, people, here's, I'll tell you tips that I know just from a lot of years of experience. First of all, whatever, wear neutral colors, mm-hmm. logo stripes patterns are not your friend because they draw the eye away from your face. That's what fashion is about changing in uh, distraction and right. whatever. Right. So, but also when you wear neutral colors and, and your clothes are the backdrop, even, if, even if they're bright colors, I now wear a lot of bright colors. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But still then it's a nice clean backdrop. Your, your top, it's not like got ribbons and bows and right. lines and stripes and logos. And you can use those pictures, like can, you know, you could easily get away with two years of using those pictures yes. and using mm-hmm. them everywhere. Yeah. But then that leans to the next thing where people I'm like, uh, that picture I met you when you, when I first started my business 12 years ago, you had that picture and you should probably update that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, especially if your hair changed, um, if you don't wear, if you wear glasses now or don't wear glasses anymore, um, you know, those kind, or you just, we age, right. <laughs> uh, you well, want you, to look you, like you are in real life in your picture, but you know, your best. And even if you have, this, oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. My God, no, I'm okay. horrible today. I'm sorry. I'm so passionate <laughs> about this. I just keep talking over you. My, I'm usually not this bad. Okay. I promise you it's bad, but not this bad. Okay. Go ahead. My apologies. Oh, no, I, I think I was done. You know, like we want, I, I hate it when I see someone's profession, even if they got a professional picture on their profile and you meet them online and then you meet them in your real life. And I'm like, I would not have recognized you on the street based on your picture. Right. So you want it to be yeah. professional, but also look like you. Uh, yeah, that I know. I remember one time this guy, this is a long time ago and he handed me his business card and his picture was on it. Good on him. That's great. And then I said, mm, I don't think this, and I'm, I'm honest. I will tell people, cause I'm really, truly trying to help. Right. I, I really care. And I said, you know, I don't think this picture does you justice. And he says, yeah, they wouldn't let me smile. And I said, who's they? 
And he said, the passport people. <laughs> so oh. he used his passport picture on his business card. I'm like, uh, oh my gosh, like, right? come on, do you not, what's up? Yeah. So I guess my, you know, first tip would be like, invest in some photography, even if it's just one headshot, right? You go, you get a quick photo. Although I feel like in order to get the best, um, you know, look for you going and having an actual session where you're trying different outfits, the photographer gets to know you, you can relax. um, So you can get the best expression and pose and that kind of thing for you. It's worth the investment. Like you said, you you know, I do more extensive branding shoots where we create a library of images for people. And Mm -hmm. I have clients who have used their photos for three years. Like it's, you know, everywhere, you know, the value per use is huge for those photos. So you really can change the game, whether it's your website, your brochure or LinkedIn or anything by you can make yourself go up like in value of what mm-hmm. you deem to be worth. Like I've had people right, even back in the value. day when mm-hmm. it, when it was much newer and with my pictures, cause they were professionally done. And people would say to me, well, we really like to hire you. We're not sure we can afford you. And I was like, listen, you can afford me. Right. <laughs> cause, cause I was really new, but they thought, cause they look so polished. Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, we can't wait to afford you. Great. Excellent. So what is it you think you can't afford? Cause I can make that price happen. Right. So I really truly believe, okay. So if we haven't, like, I can't stress this enough people. And listen, if you're not sure, uh, send it to Tanya or even me and I'll, I'll help you out and say, yeah, you need a new picture. But yeah. <laughs> I think if you have to ask, you know, you need one. And I do think there's so much more important than you possibly understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So give us some ideas of some of these crazy places. You think we can put pictures that I hundred places. Yeah. So, I mean, there's the obvious social media profiles, right. And your website, uh, your business cards, but then, I mean, the sky's the limit, right? There's billboards, print ads, uh, mail campaigns, like those things aren't dead. In fact, they're kind of becoming mm. more of a novelty. Like, Ooh, I got a thing yeah. in the mail, <laughs> you know, that kind yeah. of thing. One of my mentors, he's very big on direct mail marketing. And right today, actually, I'm working on a five page speaker, bro- speaker brochure that everybody else emails, but he says, listen, the best part, Chris is nobody else is in their mailbox. Yeah. So right. this looks better when it's printed in color and they're going to keep it in a, in a mailbox email mm. box. They just either don't open it or file yeah. it till later, but now right. it sits on their desk. So absolutely. And of course yeah. that's littered with high-end pictures of myself, which you right. can make yourself look so much better than you actually look. But anyway, I know. Yeah. yeah. So then, I mean, there's, if you're writing a book, book cover or the book yeah. jacket, yeah. Um, even, you know, if you're printing a product for, for sale or to give a swag or, you know, anything yeah. like that. Um, I really wrecked my brain to come up with hundred things. Well, there, because you know, here's the thing. You know what? I have this little spreadsheet that I call, we call it Chris's network. And I learned a long time ago, the hard way is that I would make wonderful connections with people like you. And then, you know, you and I, we like, it's like having a sort of five dates. We're talking to each other today. It's like, oh, we have a really good time. And then I see you for a few weeks on social media. And then I interview a bunch of other people and you get moved down the feed. Right. And so what I realized was I was rotating relationships instead of growing my network or maintaining mm-hmm. them. And I thought, this isn't, this is a bad plan. And, and I lost contact with people that were really important to me in the business world, but I just didn't keep on top of them. Mm-hmm. So now we have this little spreadsheet we call Chris's network. So I make sure to go in once a month or reach out to someone or send a video or whatever. But I learned really quickly. Sometimes 
I look at someone's name, I'm like, huh, who are they? But in the spreadsheet, I have the name first column, the picture of them second column. Oh, that's so smart. And the point I'm trying to drive home is that you remember faces Mm -hmm. so much Mm -hmm. more than you remember names. I don't care who you are. Because Mm -hmm. funny story, we had two people that were actually on my show and they were similar in background. They both had red hair and they were both dynamic individuals. And one had said to me, I don't think I've told this story on the show. One had said to me, she was talking about weighted blankets. Cause if you people can imagine I'm a high energy and that sounds great, but that's not so great when you try to go to sleep at night. So she said, Oh, it was a game changer for, and whatever. And I'm like, I've tried everything, whatever. But anyhow, I'm like, okay. So I tried this weighted blanket. So I sent her an email and I said, this has changed my life. I have tried everything. I love this more than words can say. You are my new best friend. This is awesome. I went on and on. So I get the email back and she said, Chris, I am so happy for you. I have no idea what you're talking about. I did not recommend this weighted blanket, but I'm glad that you're sleeping better. So I had got them mixed up because they were very similar. And I'm like, well, this is is dumb. So now I, you know, I have a little spreadsheet. I see their face. I go, oh yeah, she's the one that gave this tip. She's the one that I know about this because I know their faces. So your, your image really is everything, which nails home. What you're saying is it should be out there everywhere because you're lucky if people remember your name, but if mm-hmm. they remember your face, that's so powerful. And I was, I'm so sorry. You're on my show, but I'm all excited about this. Let me say this one last <laughs> thing. I'll let you talk. I was just reading this other book on sales and he was talking about the whole misnomer of putting your picture there all the time. And he's saying, because people feel there's a familiar familiarity to you when they meet you, they're already in the relationship because there's such psychology behind the impact that they've seen your face a number of times and that's why, again, it's so powerful. So there right. you go. You can take the rest yeah, of the show. I'm so, not the um, and also thinking about on your social media profiles, especially, can we see your face? Like, I, you know, we're yeah. looking at our tiny little phones and people have this like full body picture. And I'm like, I can't see who this person is. Uh, so you want your profile to be like full of your face. That's, like, that's one thing yeah. that annoys me all the time. But going back to some creative ways to use your pictures, I had one client, I live in Spokane, Washington, which is kind of, I mean, it's a, it's a medium sized city, but kind of has a reputation of being kind of Hickville. (laughs) And I had this engineering firm and they said, we're very capable, you know, but we're getting, we're sending out bids and losing them to Seattle, even to local, you know, entities. And so they wanted to look more posh and modern And so we did a photo shoot. They have this gorgeous office that had been newly renovated. And with the balcony of like, the backdrop was all the like big buildings in Spokane. And so we took this amazing group photo of the partners and Mm. it it looks, their website looked amazing because of the photos. They looked really um, high end and and a metropolitan. That's what they wanted. So, but I was surprised after, because the website looked amazing. He said, when I send out a bid, I put this, awesome picture of the partners on the bottom and say, you know, we would love to earn your business. And he said, he's gotten so much feedback from that, you know, just like, look how amazing we are. Cause <laughs> you look grown up. It's, it's a yeah. difference between like when you're 19 and you go for a job, you know, and your mother might say, you dress, dress up, you're going to an interview. Mm-hmm. You're like, Oh mom, I'm just, I'm, I might even be going to an interview to be a garbage collector. It doesn't matter. You have to show up, you know, with an, you have to show up ready for a job interview looking prepared. And that's the thing is now they pull back the curtain and they look like, Oh, these people look professional. Right. Yeah. And I just thought that was, I mean, it seems like a no brainer, but a creative way to use your photo just in your email. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, and oh it just gosh. communicated visually so many things about them that would counteract that pre, you know, uh, the prejudice thought that people might have because of where they were located. Yeah, so, that's a, you know, that's a double thing you're talking about. Like, first of all, you don't look professional until you tell somebody and show somebody you are. And secondly, then the area was a liability. Also, I don't know if it showed up here in, in this call, but I have an image on my Zoom while you're waiting. Oh, sure. And yeah, and a lot of people don't notice that. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I have one, like I'm bending over a desk saying, hey, I'll be right with you. And it looks very inviting. So there's little things like that, that once you put up, it's done. I get a lot of comments about that yeah. and I totally forget it because I don't ever see it again. Right, it's right. just in my Zoom profile. But while people are waiting, you can personalize your little message saying, hey, I'm just finishing up and be right with you. And then I've got this warm, busy looking picture of me cleaning up a desk and it, it's like, oh, she, okay. She'll be right here. Right. Yeah. So it really, it really does. It's kind of like your virtual handshake, I would say. Right. Or just the virtual you, right. It's yeah. your avatar. Yeah, you're right. You know, we're connecting mm-hmm. virtually everywhere. A lot of businesses don't have a storefront anymore. Your pictures right. are your storefront. Uh, and yeah, like I said, they are you <laughs> online. So how are you showing up? Uh, to the world in that way. That's, you know, the question you want to ask yourself regarding your photos. Okay. So please, for the love that all is pure in this world, please understand you need proper slash professional (laughs) images. It's an investment. It's almost better. Like back in the day when you were having to go out and do physical appointments, you know, think about the clothes you needed to buy. Mm-hmm. Now you buy one outfit and a two right. and you take a bunch of pictures and you get a lot of usage out of mm-hmm. that. So it was really so economical, that investment to get right, professional right. shots. So economical. Yeah. So tell us some other mistakes you think, Tanya, that people are overlooking either the psychology of it or what they're not doing with it. Like I'm, I can't, I, I, you need to shut me up because I go crazy on this. I just don't understand. I don't understand how people don't understand this. Yeah. Well, I think one thing, maybe, uh, people put it off because they don't know who to hire, right. That could be another Mm. thing. Um, or they got professional pictures and they didn't like them, you know? And so some mistakes I see there are, they use their wedding photographer or their brother-in-law or something, you know, who doesn't specialize in photos for marketing, and branding. So that's something right. to look for when you're shopping, right? Maybe if there's professionals in your area that have great photos, you could ask them, Hey, who did your photos? Um, when you go yes. look at their portfolio, look and see like, is there consistency? Do they specialize in this type of photography? Cause if you're only seeing babies and weddings, you know, there's a high chance they don't know how to deal with. Yeah. Because the difference there is what I always say is a business portrait, everybody wants to like, it's hard to look spontaneous and fun by yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to be a person and a professional at the same time. Right. Whereas yeah. family portraits and weddings and hold the cute baby, there's something to do mm-hmm. where there's not in a business portrait. So it really truly is important. Like that it really is a different type of photography. Right. And, and you are usually dealing with people over 25. Mm-hmm. So I always say everybody wants to be taller, thinner, younger, whatever. And right. we, we all walk into the room with our, you know, things we don't want to show off. Right. Mm-hmm. So you want a photographer that, you know, can manage that. And, you know, just holding the camera is, is a wedding photographer is not a baby photographer is right. not a business portrait yeah. photographer. Yeah. So find someone who specializes. And then, um, especially if you're doing more than just a headshot, well, even a headshot, you need to go in with, um, or, you know, at least have a photographer that's going to prompt you into, you know, how do you want to be perceived in these photos? Do you want to be fun? 
do you want to be serious? Um, you know, what kind of vibe do you want to put out there? Uh, and then like for my clients, if we're doing that whole library of photos, we have a planning meeting in advance and I go through, it's kind of like mm -hmm. developing a brand. I I'm asking them yeah. all, all these questions about who their audience is and what they offer. And then we plan out a shot list. So I see that is something missing sometimes too, you know, they'll, mm -hmm. the photographer doesn't help with that part. And then they show up and like, Hey, what are we going to shoot today? And then they aren't prepared. Right. And that's often why they don't turn out well, <laughs> the photos yeah. so that's something to ask for, you know, do you help me uh, plan the shoot? Uh, what does that entail? So. Yeah, because I know too, there's fashion and photography, meaning like that banker look that was heavy, say 10, 15 years ago is not the thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Do we all need headshots? Yes. You need a headshot to have it in your, you, you need to have one in your toolbox, but it is not the primary thing anymore. Mm -hmm. I would say it's probably an 80, 20 ratio where before it used to be like, oh, you just need a headshot. Right. right. So you don't need that. And then also too, it does make a big difference. Like I know when I was younger, if I said, oh, I'm getting this wild haircut to me, it meant cutting my bangs. And my sister, it meant blue hair. Like to me, you know what I mean? She's like, yeah. she could have blue and purple hair. And that was like being creative. And I was like, did you see my bangs? I cut them. Like they're shorter yeah. than they were. Right. They're whole inch shorter. Look at me. I'm wild. Right. So you can't be showing up there and saying, I want to look fun. Well, what does fun mean, you know, right. to you? So I think that's really important is understanding that really the photographer is supposed to be the creative director and work with yes. you for the message you want to portray. It's not a matter of slapping you up against a wall, like your driver's license picture. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that takes time, right? So understanding this probably isn't going to be a 15 minute thing, uh, you yeah. know, like it's going to take some time. And then um, another mistake I see people making is just hiring someone based on price, right? Like, right choose a photographer that you like and <laughs> that you get yeah. along with, that you like their photos. And, you know, I mean, you're probably not going to hire Annie Leibowitz because that's going to cost a hundred thousand dollars, but there's <laughs> someone locally in your area. You know, if you feel like it's too expensive, just, you know, it's part of your marketing budget and branding, you know, be prepared to invest some money in this. Uh, you know, I often think we just don't realize how much it's going to cost or value it and see the value. Uh, you well, know. if you take what you do, whatever the number, let's just be silly and say it was a thousand dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just be silly. Sky's the limit. You're Jennifer Lopez, a thousand dollar business right. portrait, right? And what I'm just round numbers, whether that's high or low. If you think about how often you're going to use that for the next two mm -hmm. or three years in everything, you are literally spending pennies on right. this. Yes. Pennies. And also you get to show up. Like I often think of back in the day, like I went virtual long before anybody else, because I was like, oh my gosh, even if my client was down the street, I'm like, everything's on my computer. I can just hit a button and go to the next appointment instead of including travel time and waiting for them to come out of their office and blah, blah, blah. Right. So what I realized was that you know, if you're, if you're utilizing these pictures back in the day, when I had to go to physical meetings, you have like, Oh, you, you, I got to get dressed. I've got outside appointments today. I have to put on my suit, all this, you get to spend the time 
with a professional, make yourself look good for an mm. hour or two. And then you can sustain that polished look for the next three years. Like it's right. done, it's frozen in time because you've got those pictures out there. Whereas if you're meeting somebody physically, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't sleep last night or I, that thing is still in the laundry or it's raining and I look awful. I showed up trying to get business and I look like a wet dog. So you are putting, you're, you're being strategic about your best foot forward. And then you can use this like crazy for the next few years. So it really, it really is quite a, an effective investment. Right. Right. And having a library of images too saves mm -hmm. you so much time because say, you know, I'm on your podcast. You're like, Hey, we need a photo of you. I can just go grab it and send it. I'm not like, Oh, can someone take my picture? I'm going to try and take a selfie or the social media too. It's huge, oh, right? You need tons yeah. of content for your social media. If you've just got these things planned out based on subjects you regularly um, yeah. talk about, you know, for your blog, your social media, you just have them there and they look good and it's done, right? You don't have to think about it again. I've even had to say to people, like we took, as I said in the beginning of the show, we took them off the cover. We had to, mm. and then still we need their pictures for other things. Right. Yeah. And then I had to say to someone really nicely, could you please send me one without a baseball cap? <laughs> like, if you do you have any without a baseball cap? I yeah. would really, I'd appreciate right. that. And right. this is not a professional baseball coach. This is mm -hmm. a entrepreneur with a yeah. thriving business. Could you right. please do anything without that cap? I would just find that fantastic. That would move this project along. Thank you. And my team went back and forth three, four times asking for pictures until I had to get involved. And I feel like saying, listen, I don't, you know, I don't even know how to make this sound nicely in an email, but like, I don't get it. I don't get it. So stop hiding from it. It's just not something that you can keep putting off. It is everything. And it, and also it really frustrates people like me. I'm not coming off good in this show, but if you don't know by now, I'm impatient. What it does is then you bring down the quality of my show. If yes. I'm putting, if I'm putting a cover out and you look like you just rolled in off the street and you don't even know how to spell the word business, like mm -hmm. it brings down my brand. Like you talk about how pictures bring up a brochure. Well, then that's why we take stop putting people on the cover. Cause you're like, you're making me look like yeah. I'm recording this in the bathroom and I've got all this expensive stuff that I've invested into this show and you're bringing down the quality of that. So people don't want, they don't want to be interacting with you if you make them look bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I write for several magazines and I'm friends with some editors and they've told me like, one of the things we consider to let someone write for us is whether or not they have good pictures. Or, yeah, or like a feature, you know, like, hey, yeah. I'm going to have, you know, you feature my, you know, they send a press release. They're like, well, if they have bad pictures, we're not going to publish them, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. And that, yeah, that translates to a lot of, you know, what you're trying to do to promote your business. Yeah, it downgrades so. the quality. Uh, it's just like showing up to a business meeting, mm -hmm. wearing slippers or shoes with holes in them. Like, right. you know, is that fair to somebody are they smart? Should we not be judging a book by its cover? Well, I'll tell you this. this I, I have written a book when the hour, when the day, and now I know a lot of authors from going through that experience. And one thing we all say is, listen, if you say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, you clearly never tried to sell a book right, right. <laughs> so, or so. bought a book. right? <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I hope you guys got something out of this other than going, <laughs> I'm tired of listening to Chris rant, but I do. I'm so passionate about this because I see people totally get in their own way and really bring down the 
amount of opportunity that they have because they're putting these hackshot images out there. And it's just, it's damaging beyond what you guys understand because nobody's even going to tell you what that picture makes them feel like. They just assume their decision is right. Like, oh, right. Yep. I thought she was really experienced. Oh, she, I think she's just starting out because look at her stuff. Look at her images. Look how she's showing up. So no one's going to clarify that with you. They just make that, they just make that decision move on. Like you said about the right. magazine, they're not going to say, had you had a better picture, we would have let you write an article. No, they just make a decision and they move on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. People are losing business. I have this one story. <laughs> uh, so I tried to squeeze first, it in 10. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> when I first started my business, I was looking for a business coach and someone recommended this coach. So I go to his yep. website or his LinkedIn and his photo looked like a mugshot. Seriously. Like I would looked at him as like, I feel fear. Like I'm conscious of this stuff. Yeah. So I knew like from his picture, I felt all these feelings. So I didn't contact him. And then through the next few months, several of my friends were like, oh yeah, I use this guy for my coach. And I was like, really? So after like eight people said they loved this guy as their coach, I finally called him. Uh, but imagine how much business he was potentially losing or how much sooner he would have would have had me as a client. If I went, yeah. I was like, oh, this guy looks professional. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm interested. So, and he doesn't even know that was happening. I actually brought it up to him later. I was like, Hey, <laughs> you should get a better picture because this is what is happening uh, because of this photo. And he yeah, you might've spent, like, oh, I don't need to spend money on him. that. It's not important, you know, oh, but, but he did. Sorry. I cut you off. Sorry. He oh, said that's it wasn't okay. important. Well, yeah, he was like, oh, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't need to spend money on a picture. Like it's not driving my boat forward or whatever, but it oh, really God. is holding you back. So so yeah, I guess if we accomplished anything from this today is, <laughs> hey, it's important <laughs> to get a professional photo. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. I am usually better than this, but this makes me crazy because I just don't understand it. And I think what your your point was, A, you could he had a, could have had six months more of income yeah. from you because you would have been there six months earlier. And then imagine if during that time you gave him a re, another referral or two, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, right. that's money there, people. Yeah. So Yes, I do apologize publicly and officially to talk all over her, but I just, this makes me crazy because it really does, like I said, it causes problems. And I'm, when I've done a great, usually we ask for, you know, your bio and stuff up front before the show, but, mm -hmm. but I, you know, in the beginning I would give people the benefit of the doubt and I'd say, oh my gosh, that's a bad picture. So then I'd say to them, if they show up, like, listen, you're a great guest and this is awesome, but I do want to make sure um, I've looked at your bio and I do need a better picture. Oh, no problem. I'll send you one. And then you just get equally bad one. I'm like, well, now what am I going to do? Do I not hear this? Like it just, it's yeah. And it just gets to a point where I don't know how to say, listen, mm -hmm. sir, you need to have like, take that wife beater t-shirt off and send me something better. Right. So right. anyhow, I digress. I ranted enough. She is really smart. Check her out online. Maybe listen to her on another <laughs> podcast where she gets to talk more. But, but in fairness, I am agreeing with everything you're saying passionately. So I am, I am a fan. Sure. I believe in your mission. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my heavens! Okay, where can people find more of your brilliance, Tanya? Yeah. So workstorycreative.com. And if you want to grab that download of the hundred ways, which I should add zoom profile, that was a good idea. Uh, oh, thank you. That's at workstorycreative.com forward slash a hundred ways. So one zero zero ways. Okay. And we'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Okay. Perfect. All right, Tanya, you are spectacular. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we connected and everyone else. We will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift 
fromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it. 